Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Getting you set for all of Sunday's NFL action. It's the Sunday Spread on the BetQL Network with Super Bowl champion Barrett Brooks, Devin Caney, and your host, Sean Bell. Presented by BetMGM. All right, let's get it. Welcome to week five of the Sunday Spread. Okay, Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks, here to give you the best of the best, of course, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network, starting off real annoyed. I mean, we were talking about this before the show started. Mm-hmm. I don't know about y'all. I'll let y'all speak for yourselves, but I already <laughs> kind of heard what y'all already said. The worst betting week of my entire career, week four was. Yeah, you know, uh, I know that we're here to, to dole out it, uh, analysis and advice when it comes to betting, but I hope people didn't take our advice too seriously last week because it was, I don't think I had a single parlay hit. It was a rough week. It's been a weird season. Yeah, like, it, yeah, it just it feels very inconsistent. Like, you look at Thursday Night Football and the commanders who took the 4-0 Eagles to overtime are getting crushed by the Chicago Bears. Blown I mean, out. congratulations to the Bears, by the way. But, like, I'm pretty sure not a single bet hit last night for anyone. No, no. no. For what Thursday about the Kansas City Chief game? Let me tell you. I, I forgot what the number was. I should have wrote it down for, for the particular show. But they said uh, Patrick Holmes deciding to slide and not going for the touchdown to get the spread cost – it was something like – it was something crazy like – 10 million something dollars just shifted off of one play. Yep. It was over $10 million shifted because he decided to slide, which cost me about a hundred dollars because it was the last part of one of my parlays that I thought I could hit like, Oh, Kansas city Chiefs spread done deal. And then also like that where you're like, it's scripted. It has to be scripted. There's no way Zach Wilson decides (laughs) to have the best game of his career to make it close. Oh, Sam Howe played like he was, a 10-year veteran. Right, right. I'm it's, like, yo, come on. That is, that's the messed up thing for me. I, I told y'all I told y'all on the show, I had Washington covering the spread. Mm-hmm. But I was too scared to bet it. See, that you can't You guys made me too you scared to too bet scared. it. I said, everybody, all right, I'm going to leave this one alone. Yeah. I ain't going to do that. I'll bet on some, you know, player props. But I ain't going to go to spread. Yeah. And, of course, it hits. Everything that I thought you gotta go hit, with your gut. didn't hit. Everything I was gut. too scared to bet on, right? Hit, right? I was like, of course. Oh, right, come on, come on. I mean, Miami getting blown out the way they did. 
Come on. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I had Buffalo winning, but I had it being close. Yeah, closer than that, for sure. I actually, uh, for the Thursday night football game this week, I just hadn't, like, literally no statistical evidence to back me up. Like, I just had a feeling that the Bears were going to, I didn't think they were going to win. I thought maybe they would make it closer. But I was way too afraid to even say that out loud or bet on it or tell anyone to do that because I was like, people are going to think I'm crazy if I'm like, no, I think the Bears are going to win this one. Just because and like we'll we'll get into the games coming up, you know, in week five on Sunday. But like anything can happen in this league. And it just goes to show that, like, especially when it comes to these desperate teams that haven't won a game yet. Right. Like and, they have a lot to play for. And that's the biggest thing right there. You know, you know, the, the birds going into overtime with Sam Howe unbelievable just things just didn't i mean the 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 stars and the moon and everything just line up totally wrong Mm -hmm. for a lot of these a lot of these games you know Mm -hmm. it just really didn't make sense to me i mean the Steelers just getting blown out every week now every week they getting blown out i had the Steelers winning that game i had them in part of a parlay thought they would win i'm confident in that i was confident in that the Steelers good football team they'll win this game and then they got the ravens this week oh it's and then simple things like like on the Thursday night game, six leg parlay, five of them hit. Brian Robinson, he'll get fifty yards, right? No, nope. it was too much of a blowout <laughs> for them to freaking run the ball. So of course, a guy that I thought would guarantee to get fifty yards in a game, yeah, doesn't because they want to be a balanced team, doesn't get it, and I'm screwed out of money again. I'm on an eight betting losing streak. Wow. So this is a good intro. Uh, <laughs> take our advice. <laughs> we only win. Listen, to be fair, we've been on the money week one through three. Yeah. We, yeah. We, yeah we, it was, we made it happen. One through three has been great. Yes, we made it happen. It was just week four was an abomination. It so hopefully was. week five, I, I always say this, after I had a terrible game, I always followed up with a great game and through my sports playing career. Like, I don't know why. But I always followed up that awful, horrible game with a great game. So. Well, and it seems like a lot of NFL teams are are on that trend this season, which makes betting, especially this week, very interesting. Because, you know, do they bounce back after they had a terrible game in week four? Mm-hmm. Do they continue to just be terrible? You never know. We'll see. And a quick movement. Chase Claypool <laughs> is going to the Dolphins. But, like, why, though? <laughs> it's what what art, first of all. I've heard people say this before. If hmm. Mike Tomlin didn't keep you, then right. you are a problem problem. Yeah, like you, yeah. you, you, Mike Tomlin keeps all the characters yep. for as long as he can keep them. And Chase Claypool, we thought would be a good Bears addition when they was traded there. Um, and again, he's being traded for a late round pick to the Miami Dolphins. First two years of his career, he had 873 yards and 860 yards, right? And, and wasn't even the start of the entire time. Mm-hmm. So it looked like he was going to be a player. And he has talent, but now, you know, he just Last to shut again. the hell up. That's what he need to do. Yeah, just yeah. shut the hell up. Yeah. No <laughs> okay. ball, just play, man. You know Four catches so far. This season, last season, I think he had a combined 46 catches, 451 yards, just in a doghouse, not playing. Again, talent-wise. He's got everything. Mm-hmm. He's got what, everything. What does this mean for Miami? Or is this just going to be another well, situation that, where he's, he's, I don't get the ball enough, so he's angry? That's my question when I first saw the news. Like, why does Miami need him? Why do they want him? Right. They have enough talent. Why would you want a guy who's clearly, you know, not great for a locker room, or at least he hasn't been on the teams that he's been a part of? It just made no sense to me. Right. And for what, a 2025 draft pick, you said? Like, it, it just seems unnecessary. Yeah, but why bring in a cancer when you don't need it? Exactly. You, know, you got you to gotta balance, well balanced. 
You already got a cancer down there. He just happened to be the best player on the team. Right. So you don't need two of them. You don't need two guys that are prima donnas. And he he lacks discretion. I mean, how are you just going to say talk about your coach like that when, buddy, you suck? You know, you suck, and you you talking about your coach? Come on, man. Yeah. Mind you, as soon as he was benched and seated, they scored 28 points and then 40 points. So it was like, we don't need you. Wow. <laughs> we instantly wow. scored a, a, a record amount of points for our season after you left. When the game before that, before you had mentioned Kansas, Kansas City Shift, you had 10. The game before that, they had 17. So they exploded once they benched him. So it was one of those things where, well, we take away somebody who's you know, selfish. Things explode for us, and it gets easier for Justin Fields. So how does Tua deal with that? So it's just... I don't know. He's 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 you know he he's close to being done. Like he has to play well yeah. or be on the straight and narrow, or he his career can be done. They brought yeah. him in to be a chain mover, a guy that's gonna catch the 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 crucial, like you know it's it's third and eight, and he needs to go to the sticks and catch. He's a big target. That's where he needs to be for this team. Mm-hmm. They got enough explosive weapons. They got enough speed everywhere on the team. He's a guy that can go in and beat it. You know, and, 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 and fall ahead for, you know, a third and eight completion for first down. That's what he has to be for this team. Other than that, I don't know. You know they, they got a weirdo coach anyways. Dennis, he's a weirdo coach. Anyways, so <laughs> he, you know, he might, I totally agree. Yeah. I'm just glad. I'm always afraid to say it because I feel like people love him. I'm like, what is, like, Mike McDaniels just – like what is he? He just like where'd he come from? He just confuses he's just, me. He's just he looks eccentric. like he's like twenty five years old too. But he embraces that though. He embraces he does. that 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 almost like um I just want to be a, a savant like I am, but I want everybody to look at me and be like, yeah, he he doesn't have it all. You know, he's not playing with a full deck. I mm-hmm. like I'm trying to think he of a PC that. way to say what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But I'm like, yeah. I don't know how I can throw that out there without it being, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's just like yeah. the the kid that was in high school that was geeky, but he's funny to you. Like right, your right. geekiness is funny to me. So it's yeah. not like, you know what I mean? Like, okay. Yeah, but he, he's quirky. He's like, he's I just, think that's what that's I mean. Mike. I'm like, is he quirky or just weird? Like, yeah. I can't, <laughs> like, that's where I can't figure out his vibe. Like, I think he, I like him, but it's just, he seems like he came out of nowhere. I don't know. I'm just he used to be an equipment yeah. manager. Right. Like, how is he? How old is he? He's know. younger than, he's way younger. Than, he's like 20 years younger than I am. Uh, I don't know. He's like 30. Is he younger than like Sirianni like and the. Who else is another young He's coach? He's probably 45, and y'all talking about him like this. <laughs> like, let's look, no, let's but that's look, why I'm asking. Before we move on to the game, he could just have up. one of those like young-looking faces. Right. You let's know, look up uh, how, how old he is before we move on to the actual game. He's 40 he's on 40. the oh, dot. Okay. He's 40 on the dot, 1983. Okay, he's 11 years. So he just looks like he's 20 years old. Yeah. Congrats just, to him on that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to the actual games. And we got a, a game out in London. We We... We got what are, what are what are some of those London words that they say? You know, bruv. Oi. <laughs> Oi. Uh, that, that's Australian. I think that's both. Yeah. Okay. okay. Like Oi bruv. Yeah, I know bruv. <laughs> hey bruv. Um <laughs> Where's my London got some great actors. Fish they got ships. some great they got some great shows too. Um they do. you know, they have been having some 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 bangers come out. They got know, some I great shows. A lot of their shows. You ever seen day. Top Boy? Yeah. No, but I've heard of it. Yeah, tremendous. Yeah, tremendous. Yes, it is. <laughs> Top boy, tremendous show. Uh, but let's see if they'll have a tremendous show. Uh, the London game, Jaguars, Bills. The Bills 
all cylinders right now. They are blowing mm-hmm. teams out. They are balling. Josh Allen had a cr- terrible first game with turnovers, but it's been balling since. Probably your lead for MVP yep. right now. Yep. Bills favored in that game, minus five, uh, five and a half, over under 48 and a half. Uh, Buffalo uh, minus 250. Money line, Jacksonville plus 200 on the money line. Barrett, I'll start with you again. Jacksonville, I had them in the AFC Championship game. They've been a straight out disappointment. Two and two. Trevor Lawrence haven't hasn't looked like that dude. Hasn't took taken that Carson Wentz second year step mm-hmm. that I thought he would make with Doug Peterson because Doug has done that before. What do you see from this game? I, I see this as a game that I'm going with Buffalo. I'm going with the points. I, I just really think that they're just hitting on all cylinders. The defense I would thought was shabby have turned around and now playing great defense that can rush the passer. Um, Bob Miller might play, and 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 he might play. That's mm-hmm. see, that's. And I just, I'm just very, very much so disappointed in, you know, the likes of even Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk. They've got guys that can go out there and be major, major, major forces. You know, Travis Etienne. Oh, uh, your boy. You your bet on boy. him every week. You can't stop now. Yes. You can't stop now. You got to continue <laughs> to bet him. I do, man. I do, man. I do. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's I, 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 I can't get it. I don't know what Dougie's got going on right now. They're, they're losing and they can't stop the bleeding. And I just think that the Bills are just a superior team. So um, when you go with, you know, Josh Allen for 250, I'm going with the over there. You know, he's going to throw for way more than that. Uh, you know, just because the Diggs is going to cry until he does. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, so and, and Gabe Davis is such a big target and so fast. Uh, the 51 and a half yards, that's a safe bet also. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this, you know, the, your same game parlays, this will be a great game for that. Yeah. Being on a Bills specific side. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, Jacksonville's pass defense isn't that great. They're allowing over 96 rating to wide receivers. So you look at guys like Stefan Diggs had 120 yards last week. Gabe Davis has scored in three straight games for Buffalo. Like any props involving Buffalo's receivers, I think are great. But Barrett, your guy, Travis Etienne. it's it's tradition now. Yes. Every time the Jags play, like we we just have to keep betting Travis Etienne. It's, it's, it's got to be your bonus bet. It's got to be your bonus bet. We've got to do it. Uh, and I am going to do it, but sixty three yards. It just it's just too many. Sixty three yards, and then you got Calvin really really for sixty three and a half. Bailing on your boy. Bailing on you. I don't want to hear that, B. Brooks. Bailing on your boy. Barrett, listen to this. So Buffalo, uh, they gave up six yards per carry to Miami on the ground. Yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna find a reason to like push this Travis Etienne prop until it actually hits. Right, <laughs> trust I gotta, me. I gotta keep going with it. Could be his game. That's all yeah. I'm saying. But yeah, Calvin Ridley has also been a disappointment for the Jags. Like he hasn't really had a, a breakout game. He did have a touchdown last week. Um, but I don't see you know the Buffalo secondary allowing Calvin Ridley to have his breakout game be in Week Five. Yeah, I think we're all on Buffalo. The only thing that makes yeah. me nervous is. It being in Jacksonville, it being a little bit different. You know what I mean? It's like those Thursday night games or and, those and, random games where you're right. like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like they may win, but do they get their t- statistics that they normally get because right. things are a little weird and awkward mm-hmm. and and, and they're like coming up a big one, right? Yeah. And also, you know, Jacksonville, that's like their home stadium. They go over every year. They've been over that's there true. every single year that they've had a game over there. Well, and they stayed there from last week, I believe. Right, right, right. So they're they're they're. It's like their home stadium, so that they're they're gonna that'll be they're gonna I, I actually think that they're gonna be Jacksonville. Oh, I, I didn't realize I mean, they stayed out there. And... Yeah, they're gonna be in London, so they're they're gonna be a London team. Once we do have NFL teams there, 
They're going to be the London. Do you think Jacksonville is going to move to London? Oh, it's no question. Seems like that's the plan. Yeah, the, Lu- the yeah. London Jaguars. Ain't no damn Jaguars in London. There's none in nah, they got Jacksonville change either. But the <laughs> London croissants. They got to change their name. The, 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 the I London think that's croissants, more Paris the London. over oh, London. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Everything over there is the same. I think it'd be like the, right. London the London fish and chips. The London, the London <laughs> pints of beer. The London bruvs. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's got to be something like that. I don't know. But, you know, the again. London, the London, London towers. There you right? That makes sense. Or bridge. No, bridge. London bridge. Bro. Yeah. Bridge, yeah. Yeah, the London Tower Bridge. Bridge. Tower Bridge. The London, the London Tower, Tower yeah. Bridge. You know now I mean? we're just naming European <laughs> landmarks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the, listen the to Coliseum. Northern London, you don't like us right now. Exactly. Alright, we're going to move on to some more stuff. Again, surprising team in the Texans. We'll talk about them and the Falcons, Panthers, Lions. Plenty more games to come on the Sunday spread. We'll be right back. Once again, welcome back to the Sunday Spread. Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks, giving you the best of the best. And apparently we don't know anything about London and what we should be calling London <laughs> and certain names, whether it's Australian or French. It is what it is. All right. It's it's, it's London. It's over there across the pond. I know that phrase is correct. Yes. Across the pond. Okay. Yeah. Of course, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL network. Let's get to this next game. Let's get to the Texans Falcons. The Texans. I thought they were a terrible organization. I, I they they look like a good solid team that really competes. Amigos Ryan, shout out to him, has done a great job in getting it done with this team and making them look like a really good team with a rookie quarterback that's putting up great rookie numbers. I mean, mm-hmm. you go back to Cam Newton and how Cam Newton started in his rookie year and a lot of other big time quarterbacks. He's doing just that. And but the Falcons are favored in this game, of course, because it's in Atlanta. Minus one and a half. The over under is 41 and a half. Money line minus 125 for Atlanta. Houston plus 105. Dev, what you got in this? So I don't know what to make of this Texans team. Um, I'm I'm happy for them. Like they're so much improved and they continue to improve each and every week. Um, this spread is so small. So like my gut tells me that the Falcons um, can win and cover because it's one and a half. Mm-hmm. Um you look at Atlanta's strength, it's running the ball. Bijan Robinson has been amazing, and that's what the Texans probably have the hardest time, especially defensively stopping uh, consistently, is the run. But they mm. continue to improve every week. So I do feel like they do a good job because they're now well-coached of improving, you know, what needs improvement. There's no way they're going into this game in Atlanta, you know, not working on how to stop the run when you've got to face guys like Bijan Robinson and that yeah. super mobile offense. Um that being said, I just get a feeling that I, I think the Falcons are going to keep this one close. I, I'm i happy the Texans are much improved, and I know that this is not a popular opinion because everyone's like all in on the Texans now. I think the Falcons can win this one. Okay. Barrett? I think D'Amico Rods has done a hell of a job in really getting those guys pointed in the right direction. Um, the way they're playing right now, they're not playing like they're a rookie team, you know, with a rookie coach. They're They're actually playing – very, very well. So I, I like what they're doing. And CJ Stroud is he's 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 hosing it, man. Mm-hmm. He is hosing that ball around. He he's got some guys that he, he favors and um I, I like what they're doing. I like what they're doing. So when I look at this game and then I look at Atlanta with Bijan, they just they have so much talent on that team that's being wasted, man. You know Free I mean? Kyle Pitts. That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> Free you know? Kyle Pitts, man. I mean, how is he not a major, major factor 
in their offense. You know, how come you know Drake London is not a major factor in that offense? You know why? Because Desmond Ritter can't throw it. <laughs> you know why? That's the simple answer. Yeah. It's 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 awful, and, and that's why I have the Texans in this game because you add what D'Amico Ryan's has been able to do. Again, the last two weeks, the Steelers and they beat the Steelers and Jaguars, two teams that we thought are good teams. Now the Steelers, who knows? Jaguars mm-hmm. still, who knows? Both two and two teams, but solid enough. And the Texans have embarrassed both. They beat the Jaguars 37-17. They beat the Steelers 30-6. Defensively, D'Amico Ryan's has that defense humming. So, again, if better quarterbacks couldn't get it done, I'm going to expect Desmond Ritter to go in there and, and light it up. Again, I know Kenny Pickett is whatever, and he got hurt. Uh, Trevor Lawrence <laughs> hasn't had a great season, but still he won last week. Well, but that's a better reason why Ritter. I was kind of like, okay, I think the Falcons could win this one, because, or at least keep it, well, yeah, win because they're favorites. Um, because that Trevor Lawrence, like they're pass heavy quarterbacks. This is the first run heavy quarterback the Texans defense has faced. And I think B. John Robinson and even Desmond Ritter can, you know, make progress on the ground against the Texans defense. But I don't know. I'd like I want CJ Stroud to succeed. I like that he's, you know, improved, especially from the start of the season. But Yeah. Again, I just six. think the Falcons can do it. All right. I I just can't. It's if I'm wrong, you can uh, hold me accountable for that. <laughs> it's it's Desmond Ritter. I I, I don't I don't. <laughs> but it's not him. It's Bijan Robinson. It's Tyler Algier. It's every other person who can run on the Falcons' offense is basically what I'm trying to say. I'm betting on it's not Desmond Ritter because when the <laughs> Falcons' offense succeeds, it's not him. It's who he's giving the ball to on the ground yeah. for the most part. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, safe to say we don't. It's a who cares game. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody's <laughs> watching. It's a red zone. It's one of those. The game, you game yes. ended, and you like, oh, who won? Oh, all right. <laughs> I do like, I do like watching CJ Stroud and how he's, you know, throwing it around. So. Yeah, he's balling. He's yeah. balling. Let's get to the next game: Panthers at Detroit. Panthers, zero four. I mean, they are, they are, I guess, not in for Caleb Williams, but some team will be asking for that pick and they don't have their first round pick i take that back doesn't chicago have that first round pick kev yeah. correct me if i'm wrong i well, think i think you were just yeah, telling the me they Panthers don't have their first Bryce round pick Young. yeah they don't have their first round pick so yeah they the, already got him and I, he's yeah. not doing too well <laughs> i know what, yeah i know what kev's rooting for in this game um it's at detroit big line obviously uh minus 10 over under 44 you don't even want to look at the money line because it's too big. You ain't going to win no money betting money line unless you're betting for Carolina that's plus 375. Barrett, what you what you looking at in this game? Is this just blowout move on? Uh, Yeah, yeah, simply because I, I, I just think the Lions are at a point now where they're not – they're no longer one of the bad teams. There's a certain amount of expectation that they bring to this game that they're, you know, they're going to play at a high level. You look at Jared Goff, I mean, over, you know, 242 and a half yards passing, he'll get that. You know, Amon Ra's playing a, um, at, a, as a, at a high level. He know he can move the chains with him anytime. And they're starting to get, you know, Montgomery going in the right direction also. So, um, I, You're trying to find an argument for the Panthers, <laughs> but you can't. I, bro, I, I can't. I really can't. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. What they're trying to do there. They used to have a defense. They don't have a defense anymore. The offense has been horrible. So, I mean, what are they doing there? What What, what is that head coach going to do? I, I just can't see him. But, bro, Allen, I mean, uh, Adam Thielen is their best target. And it's, what, 52 and a half yards? 
and, and what, you know, plus 175 for a touchdown? Yeah. He's their only weapon. And that ain't much of a weapon. No. No, no slight to <laughs> he's slice, old but now, he, ain't, he ain't, yeah, he ain't he's old Minnesota out of dealing. He's so. not him, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, and then just with the way Detroit, you know, Gibbs and, and Montgomery are playing right now, you know, they're sprinkling a little bit of both of them. They're probably going to have, they probably have 200 yards rushing. You know what I'm saying? Or at least 175 yards rushing on them. Uh, that's that's yeah. what I like is the rushing props because I think this is going to be a blowout in the first half. Yep. So it's going to be a whole lot of Montgomery. You know what mm. I mean? I think Montgomery has a hundred yard day because of that. Like, okay, we're we're now up twenty one to six. Yeah, run the ball, run the ball, yep. run the ball. Yeah, All right, problem. Montgomery, you get a break. Gibbs, come in, run the ball. Like I think it's going to be a whole lot of fourth quarter running, a whole lot of in the third quarter to fourth right, quarter right, running right. in this game. So. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not sure about all the other props, but I think that is the one player prop that I'm pretty sure about. A blowout game means the running back is going to get a lot of carries and get the carries you need to get over. I think the prop is 71 and a half. And Amon mm. Rob will have over 70 and a half uh, passing yards. Well, and Jamison Williams, I believe, makes his return after yeah. suspension. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. So with guys returning, I feel like there's been more and more, well, I guess because of sports betting, like growing a lot in being legal that more and more guys are getting caught. So I just feel like every week it's like, oh, he's back from suspension. Oh, he's back. <laughs> but yeah, now Jameson Williams about is. them. Yeah, right. right. I did yeah. too. So it's hard to tell like when a guy comes back or is a new addition to the team, how big of an impact they'll have. Um, you know, we'll get to the Saints game and Alvin Kamara coming back as well a little later on the show. Um, but that is just another added bonus for the Lions. The only thing that, so our producer Kevin said he has the Lions in a survivor pool this week. And Kevin I haven't officially submitted them as my pick, but I'm leaning towards the Lions. The one thing that gives me pause is we saw what happened in Thursday Night Football. We see these desperate winless teams like the Panthers just pull out these heroics because the other team underestimates them as an opponent because they're so hungry for a win and to prove prove themselves and to prove that, you know, they can win a football game. They're desperate. Like, if anything, that gives me pause, but... It's hard to bet against the Lions in this one. Well, I mean, they're 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 coached by a guy who wants to bite kneecaps off. So I seriously, <laughs> I doubt seriously he he will have those guys going. Yeah, he he's your guy. That's, Dan Campbell. Dan is that dude, bro. And he meant he meant that too. Like he he'd be front and center. Like if there was a fight on the field, best believe Dan will be right in the middle <laughs> of that, bro. He'll be right in the middle of that. And then what do you think of Miles Sanders, forty and a half? Is it, think about Miles Sanders going from the Eagles, he is just not and having player. to go to the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. It, that's the sometimes that's the price of getting your bread. Well, you're going to be stuck in a situation that is awful. And again, I like Miles Sanders. I think he was a solid player. Yeah, but you he was can't fine. be solid. You can't be good as a running back in that type of situ- well, scenario right. in that type of situation. Money, best offensive line of football. Money, best offensive line of football. I want the money. You know, I want the money. I'm going to be selfish. Oh, I'm going to look terrible. I'm going to look really bad, but I want the money. That's what's happening right now. He shouldn't have took the money. You know but saying? I thought the Eagles also just weren't going to bring him back. They were Well, because they didn't want to pay him for what right. he wanted. But right. also, yeah. But I, you said his uh, prop is 40. 40 and a half. Um, I think you like the, that? No, I think oh. the Lions. No, no, because I think the Lions' rush defense is good or decent, and uh, 
I don't think that the Panthers are going to be running that much because they're going to be playing from behind. It's yep. it's like from Thursday night game. Um, I mean, 40's low, but... But even Brian Robinson wasn't getting that in Thursday night's game because right. it was blowout early, so it's just right. going to be no running the ball. Which is crazy. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just the situation that he's in. But I'm, I, I'm not going to lie to you, Barrett. I would have took the money. Yeah. As, a, as a running back, I would have been like, I need one payday. Yeah, yeah. After that payday, then I'll go... Yeah, See, I'll, go I'll go mil. back to a good team and, and just be a soldier and then get whatever. But one payday. Just yeah. give me one. That's something just, I never I always wonder about athletes like I would. And it's easy for me to say this as someone who's, you know, never been paid to play a sport at that level. But like I would want to play a in a market that I liked, you know, like I don't think I'd want to live in Green Bay, Wisconsin. You I know, played there. No disrespect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like it, or like. Indianapolis, which I've never been to, but I've heard is just like a very boring city. Mm-hmm. And it, with a culture and team that's winning, like I just don't think it'd be fun no matter. Once you make a certain amount of millions, like isn't it all the same? Do you really need that extra 50 mil? Like yeah. what are you going to do. do with that? Yes, I do. What no. are you going to do with that? But I think the difference is like if you're basketball players, it, yeah. you get a 200 million, right? Yeah. Like it's whatever. But I think Miles is looking at like, all right, I'm on a rookie contract. I got. I don't know what he got. You know, five, six mil, mil, whatever. Twenty-five. I think he got twenty-five for four, or twenty-four for four. In his rookie contract? No, no. But that's what I'm saying. His rookie contract, he made like four million. Yep, yep. Yeah. Right. So in the next contract, so that is a big jump. I gotta go get my twenty-five because instead of just taking another five, because that's the big payday, and then I'm set up for life after that if I handle it correctly. Then I'll go back to a good team. Trust me, trust me. I messed up from this before, but um, I had a chance to go to Dallas. And they offered me a hundred thousand dollars more than Detroit offered me, and I went to Detroit. Really? Now if I had it all over to do again, I'd have took my ass to to Dallas. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, a hundred thousand dollars. That that was, I should have took that hundred. You know. What made 000. you choose Detroit? Because they were better. No, I I chose not going to Dallas because I still had an innate hatred of Dallas. Like, I Oh my God, I love that yeah. though. <laughs> but that that's what I'm talking hatred. about. Yeah. Like, I think even as a sports reporter, I don't think I could work in like Dallas, like right? in the market. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. I have an innate hatred with Dallas still. It, and it so much did that. Um, and uh, it was, it was, it's, it's bad because I, I took, turned out a hundred thousand. My agent was hot. Hey, take, he was take. pissed. Yeah. I'm, ta- hey, I'm now, taking that uh, money for one contract. Let's get to the next game <laughs> uh, before before we got to go on this segment. Let's go to Titans. Digress. Titans Colts, both two and two. Tennessee Titans minus two and a half over under forty three. Money line one forty five for Tennessee. Money line for Indy plus one twenty. Eh, Dev, that's how I'm looking at this game. Eh. I look at it as uh, the Titans remain one of the most confusing teams in the league. I mean, yes. they look like one of the worst teams, and then they, you know, dismantled the the Cincinnati Bengals. And it's like, are the Bengals bad, or are are the Titans really good all of a sudden? Uh, is it Joe Burrow's injury? Like, I I don't know. Derrick Henry returned to form. Uh, we saw him have his first hundred yard mm-hmm. game of the season. Um, the Colts defense is pretty mediocre and i think that ryan Tannehill can take advantage of that so i do think the titans can continue to look uh pretty good mm-hmm. and confusing even mm-hmm. more confusing um i don't love this game though i mm-hmm. really don't mm-hmm. it's just not not appealing to me i don't know if you guys agree no i'm well, with you on, I'm with you on it also when would there be a day 
that I would see DeAndre Hopkins for yardage, 33 and a half. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. I literally thought he might be like injured or something. Because <laughs> right. I was like, that's not, that doesn't seem right. Right, right, right. Just right. the place he shouldn't have gone. So who you got winning yeah. that game before we go? I'm going to go Titans. I'm going to go Titans. Because, yeah. I mean, they, even though Richardson played well, I like the Titans in this game. Yeah. Yeah. And two I and would, a half. I would go with the Titans, too. Just It's the well-coached team. Yep. You know what I mean? With veterans. That's why mm-hmm. you picked them. But either way, to say, to say again, red zone game, the game that you're not paying attention to, a game you're not going to care about. JT not coming? Mate. Huh? JT, he's, all, he's off the board. Yeah. I doubt he even plays, in my opinion. Like, he yeah. might get traded. So, A, he might get traded in the middle of the game. Who knows? <laughs> uh, with, with that situation, where or say, likes to and doesn't like to do. All right, listen. This is a Sunday spread. We're going to get to some more games when we come back. Get, of course, presented by BetMGM. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Once again, welcome back to the Sunday Spread. Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks, Devin Caney, giving you the best of the best, of course, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network, running through these games, running through these picks. Again, week four was tough for us, but week five (laughs) is going to be a great one. And this is the bet that I'm just like, this is out of here. I'm going to win money on this bet. It's going to fuel me on every other bet because it's a no-brainer. Giants, Dolphins, the one and three Giants going to Miami. Money line is 12 and a half, it says right now. Now, I picked this earlier this week because I was scared it was going to go up. So it was mm-hmm. 10 and a half when it first came out. It has moved up to 12 and a half. So I got it at 10 and a half. And I said, you. $50, just put it on there. That's The, the Giants good. give up good everything. Foresight. A million. Miami's coming off an L. They're pissed off. At home, pissed off. What do you think's gonna happen in this game? No question. It, it, like to to me, there's no questions. It's double digits. No we gotta score fifty yeah, on these no bum Giants who have a terrible. First of all, the Giants may have again. I am 39 years old. May have the last five years the worst offensive line play I've ever seen in, mm-hmm. the, in my 39 years of living. Like a stretch of Poor terrible. Offensive line, whether you whatever you think of Daniel, when I was watching the highlights, I was like, "Yo, <laughs> he has no time." Nope. And then you, I think to myself, Saquon, you thought Saquon had to work magic mm-hmm. with this offensive line to even get whatever he ever gets between uh, behind that offensive line. But again, twelve and a half now. Over under is forty seven and a half. I might go over on that just based off. I think Miami scores forty in this game. Um, Miami plus 475, Giants minus 650 
money line. Deb, I'll start with you. Mm-hmm. What do you say about this? Uh, so my question for the room is, do you feel more confident in the Dolphins or the Lions? You know, we just talked about that game, and this feels like a very similar game where it's one team in a very desperate situation, which is the Giants versus a team that uh, is probably going to win by double digits. But based on what we saw Thursday night, based on how, you know, inconsistent a lot of teams have been this season, um, there's a little teeny tiny part of me that's like, but what if, but what if, but no, they're playing at home. Uh, the giants are not good. Um, I totally agree with you with the offensive line. Do we know if, uh, Saquon's playing in this, he's still out. I know he was like, Saquon playing is they're starting. Uh, they're encouraged. No guarantee, but there's a, they're encouraged that okay. he's in place. I mean, either way, I don't think that it's not going to really matter much to this. Uh, doubtful. Yeah. He's listed that, as doubtful. That means he'll play there. Mm-hmm. If he's doubtful, that means you'll play. Um, but yeah, no, I don't. I don't really see a way that the Giants can win this one. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go as far to say, you know, Miami minus twelve and a half. Like you're smart for taking it earlier in the week when it was smaller, even though they very well could. Like there's a team that put up seventy points a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, it's just like how many seventy point games does one offense have in themselves? Um, but yeah, I like the Dolphins in this one. I just don't understand how Tua um, yard is, is one ninety six and a half. When you've got potentially two guys that could have a hundred by themselves in Waddle and, and, and Hill. I well, mean, maybe Hill they don't think he's going to throw it a lot because they'll be up by so much. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I'm so confident. I think he's going to have two hundred in the first half. But you think I'm going? I'm I'm going a parlay of the the money line. With Tua going over 200 and with Raheem Mostert going over 48 and a half. Oh, oh, oh. Kevin, our producer, said he had them switch by accident. So oh, Tua's, Tua's 230. Two, that explains it. Tua's 230. Because I was like, wait, that's, that doesn't seem right. Daniel Jones is 196. And a half. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Under. <laughs> ah, I'm still going with the I'll still go with the over. And I'll also go with the uh, 12 and a half. But a, 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 a sure bet, probably the surest bet you're going to get is um, Wondell Robinson, 34 and a half. He showed his butt the last two games, three games. He is their go-to receiver, and he'll have more than 34 and a half. I, I'm, I'm more comfortable with, with, with 34 and a half than I am with Darren Waller, who balled his last game with 41 and a half. So I'm, I'm going with, you know, um, receiving yards. Wendell Robinson, he's definitely going to get over 34 and a half. That's fair. And again, I got the over with the 47 and a half because the Dolphins defense ain't, ain't, ain't very good either. Nope. So my, you know, it may be 40 to 15, 40 mm-hmm. to 14, but that'll be enough. And to answer your questions, I'm more confident in this game than the Carolina Detroit game. You are just because I think Miami's pissed off, mm-hmm. like coming off they a are, loss, yeah. right? Like right. to a divisional opponent, how they came off of that loss. I think they're going to be pissed off. Let's yeah. go to the next one. Saints Patriots, uh, Patriots, big loss. Um, uh, their cornerback who was on their way to win defensive rookie of the year, absolutely uh, special. Um, Gonzalez seems like he's going to be out for the season. So, you know, yeah. the one thing good about new England was their defense and it's weaker today than it was last week. Again, facing the saints were two and two saints favored in this game, only minus one. So it's, you know, sort of a pick em game, pick em. 39 mm-hmm. and a half over under Deb, What you like there? 
Uh, I like the under, even though the total is pretty low. Oof. I mean, both these teams are <laughs> look, you look at the Saints, they didn't reach the end zone last game, and the Patriots literally switched their quarterbacks in the third quarter because they're <laughs> losing so badly and doing so uh. poorly. So and they had this the Patriots have a really good defense. So I just don't see it being a super high scoring game. Um, not necessarily like I don't want to take props away from the defensive skill of these teams, but I also think both offenses just are inconsistent and aren't mm-hmm. going to put up that many points. Right. Um, I don't know if we've gotten confirmation on if Derek Carr, oh, he's off the board. Like he didn't look right clearly last week. Um, Adam Kamara had a pretty solid return though. Um, and because of that and the mess that seems to be the Pats offense, especially with the Mac Jones, they put in Bailey Zappi last week. Um, I kind of like the Saints in this one. I do. I think they can get it done. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm with, with you, you also. I'm I'm with the Saints also. They just, to me, I just think they have more weapons to bring, you know, to the gunfight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, they got more pistols to bring to the gunfight. Mm-hmm. They just have more. I mean, Chris Olave, you know, really, really good player. Michael Thomas is, I think, back to what, you know, what we've seen in the past. I, I don't know about Parker. I don't know. I know Henry, I mean, that's a safe bet. You know, with, with Hunter Henry, 36 and a half, I would go with that, you know. and But I don't know who's going to be starting a quarterback if they want to put Derek Carr back out there because he just didn't look right mm-hmm. in the game at all. So, yeah, I mean, they still have somebody that, that can – behind him that can, that can hose it too, you know, throw the ball around. So, you know, even though if Carr doesn't play, they got to – a backup that's just good enough to get that offense going and pointing in the right direction. I just don't have any faith in the Patriots. I mean, they made me look real bad this last game <laughs> against Dallas. It, it's going to be a 20 to 9 game. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, I think I'm with you. Like, you said the under, and I was like, oh, but it's 39 and a half. But yeah. Now that we talk more, it's like. Right. <sighs> Right, like yeah. when you look at it, you're like, "Well, who else is? How are they going to get like, points like, on the board?" That sounds legitimate, right there. Twenty to nine. That yeah, sounds so legitimate. That sounds right. Like, yeah, I'm with you. Alvin Kamara may get get may get a tutty, but that's it. Like, I don't. Yeah, you know what I mean. I see field goals in this game. Two good defenses, and also I'm with y'all and the Saints actually winning this game because you know. Kevin, our producer, says since he put the rundown together, the line has switched back to the Pats, so it's just switching back and forth. Switching, so. yeah. Uh, it's it, but it's one of those games. It doesn't make you. You're not gonna go money line with the one. You just, no. You just pick pick who you think is going to win and, yep. and, and stick with it. So I mean, I'll probably really just do matter. props for this one. Honestly, like I might do like Alan Kamara over fifty eight and a half rushing right. yards. Yeah. Maybe anytime. Yeah. yeah. I'm scared to do props for you. Like I think I'm just going away from this game. <laughs> just not touching yeah, it. That's just awesome. not okay. touching it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the next ones. Ravens Steelers. This used to be the game of all games. It ain't this week. <laughs> um, Baltimore favored four and a half over under 38. Um, Baltimore minus 210. Pitt 170 on the money line. The Steelers stunk last week. You know what I mean? They just absolutely stunk. Kenny we Pick don't know out. what we're going to get from them. Kenny Pickett is now out. No, actually, he said he was going to play. He, he did say play. he was going to play this week. That's okay. what he said um, when they when he was interviewed. So, Kenny Pickett, I guess, is allegedly going to play, but he's going to be hobbled. The Ravens have been really good defensively, but again, the Steelers have been disappointing. But I don't see, at the same time, I think it'll be a better effort because I don't see your boy Mike Tomlin allowing that type of effort to. He's got to stop the bleeding. He's got to stop the bleeding. So he's got to make sure that he get these guys going in the right direction. How can he do that? Well, Kenny Pickett's got to find George Pickens. 
I mean, that, that connection hasn't gone. Their offense has been putrid, and it's all because of Canada. Canada cannot, Canada cannot call an offense to save his life. He's been getting roasted. How he is would've... he still the offensive coordinator <laughs> from last year? He's been getting roasted. He sh- as he should. How is he still the offensive coordinator? I don't understand it. I mean, this guy has been horrible. I mean, it's not like he don't have weapons. He has weapons on his on his team, and they're just not using them. I, I I don't know, man. No running game. They, you know, Najee Harris. You know, come on, man. You got you got to get him going. You got to get him going. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. So you who you like to win this game? I, I go ahead, go against your, your your blood. I got to. Man. I could go against it. Go against your Super Bowl squad. I'm 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 going with Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Wow. Two hundred. He'll have two hundred yards passing. Mm-hmm. He'll have two hundred yards passing. They but just, to who? Because they have, the Ravens have so many injuries. Like they, I think Lamar, of course, is incredible and like he can get it done himself. But when it comes to his receivers, like yeah, he's Zay Flowers, he's Mark Andrews. They really stepped up. All right, that's it. That's it. That's yeah. literally it. <laughs> that's it. And against a Steelers defense, it's pretty good. You know, it's a big rivalry. I think that the Steelers can cover. I I know that a lot of people disagree with me on that. You mentioned Mike Tomlin. I think he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. We've seen the Steelers bounce back after losses before, especially against a Ravens team that is suffering a ton of injuries, especially on the offensive side of the ball where Lamar Jackson doesn't have that many options to get it to. I think, and they're playing at home. Steelers are playing at home. I think they can cover that four and a half point spread. Well, then you then you have to say Lamar Jackson forty six and a half. You would have to go with that. That'd be a great prop simply because we know he's going to win this game by any means necessary. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. It takes him um, running, he's going to run, and I, that's why I could say him um, over uh, forty six and a half. And the, I don't Russia. believe the Steelers are super great against the run, especially a mobile no, quarterback. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that forty six and a half. I'm with it. I'm with, I'm I'm with the cover too. Twenty four twenty is my prediction. Steelers, uh, the Ravens. Okay. So a slight cover, just okay. just getting under twenty four twenty. Lamar Jackson does go for over forty six and a half rushing and gets a rushing TD in this game because he has to do everything. So that's what I like in this game. That's where I'm going and could be a bonus bet. I'll tell you what my bonus what my bonus bet is later. We all will, but could be a bonus bet to get to. But we got to take a break. When we come back, we got to talk about you know we're in Philadelphia. So we got to talk about the Eagles. We got to talk about the Rams. You would think this is a slam dunk, but they just went to overtime with Washington. So it's a game that we need to talk about. All right. Remind us. This is the Sunday spread presented by Becky Well, Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barry Brooks. Once again, welcome back to the Sunday spread. Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barrett Brooks, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Moving along, moving through these games, giving you some winning bets, and we got to, you know, we're in Philadelphia. So we got to talk about the team that, you know, undefeated. It doesn't feel like it's undefeated in Philadelphia, all right? Like, there's only two teams undefeated, but yet we act like we ain't one of them. Look, look, look at Barrett. Yeah, you... Uh, no. <laughs> he, he was just with Pittsburgh, then he with Philly. Right. You right. know what I mean? I but collected many checks for many owners. <laughs> He's like, yo, if you gave me a nice check, I respect you. I respect you. Again, the Eagles taking on the Rams. Rams two and two. Rams feisty. Yep. Right? Like mm-hmm. they're they're a competitive, good team. Not the team they were, obviously, when they went to the Super Bowl, but a team you can't just dismiss and overlook. Eagles 4-0 looked really good offensively last week, but terrible defensively. Everybody's throwing for yards against them. Washington just got destroyed 
and took the Eagles to overtime in this game. Philadelphia, again, traveling to uh, the Rams, but it's, you know, it's a home game if you go out there and oh, play the no Rams. Question. It's a home game <laughs> yeah. for whoever you are, right? Yeah. It's a home game for the Eagles. It's a home game for Seattle, whoever the Rams play. Right. It's a home game for the other team. Philly favored in this game four and a half. Over under is 50. Money line minus 225 for Philly, plus 180 for the Rams. Dev, start with you. What are you thinking? I'm nervous for this game, you know, as an Eagles fan, as someone who covers the team, um, the Eagles biggest weakness, in my opinion, right now is their secondary, their pass defense. Um, It's not great. They're allowing way too many passing touchdowns. They're allowing way too many passing yards to opposing offenses. And, you know, what does this Rams offense do best? What did they do best before they got Cooper Cup back for this game? Yes. They throw the ball really well. Uh, And I'm nervous. I'm really nervous because I don't think for the Eagles it's necessarily a coaching issue. I think they just don't have, especially with, you know, Avante Maddox going out and injuries. Like, I think they just don't have the personnel. I know they brought in um, a nickel cornerback, but he's not going to play this game, I don't believe. Um, So, yeah, I think it's going to be a higher scoring game because if the Eagles want to stay in this game, I think the defense is going to let up some points to the Rams. I think the Eagles offense is going to have to go off as well and, answer back so it has potential to be a shootout um total 50 points i like the over there i think it goes over that um i i'm feeling like a 34 28 score they got veteran quarterback you know matthew stavis veteran quarterback you know i know he's off the board but you give him if, if cooper cup comes back It'll be a tough, tough day for this Eagles uh, secondary. Mm-hmm. Now, we did say Sidney Brown is back. Um, Justin Evans is back. So, I think Justin Evans will be starting at the other safety position. Uh, Sidney Brown could probably play in that slot position. They liked him there when he when they put him there against uh, Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did bring in Bradley Roby, but you're right. I don't think they'll play. I don't think he can get up to speed that fast, especially at the nickel cornerback position because when you're out and out on the outside, it's easy to play cornerback because you have the you have the boundary. I mean, you have the um you have the sideline mm-hmm. on both sides. When you're inside of that nickel corner, it's it's so many ways in which they can go. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest thing to do because you don't know where your run support is, where you're supposed to be lined up at. It goes in motion. You follow on. You come. I mean, it's it's so much stuff that's involved with calling it that um that um that game and and then you know with me i think the biggest matchup is the, the sean versus sean matchup sean mcveigh versus sean desai hmm. that's gonna be a huge matchup we know who's gonna win who that matchup between those coordinators sean, sean mcveigh is gonna win it's just they we're just going to count on jalen hurts and the offense scoring more but let's yeah, be real that's my boy but he always he gets, let, let's be real. Like, Sean McVay is, is the better coordinator here. But it's just like, all right. The, Sean the, McVay is a head coach. And the Sean coordinator. Sean is a coordinator. But he's the head coach and the coordinator. Well, yeah. So, the, it's the coordinator but, matchup there. It's not, gonna, it's not close. It's just. He's also got the experience. But that's, so. but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why it's, you know. And Matthew Stafford's number just came up 275 and a half. So that lets you know how much they think offensively. Now, I want to do a, a prop for Puka or Cooper. Damn. Because we were talking about both of those guys, whatever those props end up being, both of those guys do the same thing. 
both of those guys are going to be in the same position. Mm -hmm. So one's going to take away from another. And just because this is their first game back, we don't know who's going to take away more from the other person. So I think that is a stat to avoid. But I could see them both getting off a little bit. Bet the over on whichever one Josh Job is covering. (laughs) (laughs) Precisely. So win-wise, do you think the Eagles – I think we all think the Eagles are going to win. Do we think the Rams can cover? No. No? You think it's going to be more – oof. I there's a no. There's it. a no and a yes. I'm, I'm, I saying, I'm thinking no. I, I I just don't think that. Uh, I mean, I I think they are going to cover. I yes, Matthew Stafford is good, but this will be a game. Our front was embarrassed this last game. Mm-hmm. Embarrassed, and I think they're going to send pressure. I think they're going to make sure that they they uh, make it very uncomfortable for for Matthew Stafford back there, which is going to open things up for. You know, our guys, you know, maybe getting a couple turnovers and things of that nature. One uh, one thing that I think is maybe a little too high for both guys is A.J. Brown, 75 and a half, and Devontae Smith, 63 and a half. Both guys that high? Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, that, that means they think they're both going to both gonna do their thing. But, again, I think Matthew's going to – it's going to be – Puka and Cooper are the exact type of wide receivers to give give – Bradbury and Slay problems. Like yeah. I, I'm going to route you up, and I'm yeah, going and, yeah. I'm, and I'm going to sit sit on a short pass. So if Matthew's able to get the ball out in 2.5 seconds, yeah, it's it's going to be a it's going to be a long day. But again, I think we all think Eagles are going to win the game. You think it's going to be mm-hmm. close? Rams cover. You think it's going to be over four and a half? So we'll see. Let's move on to the next one. Bengals Cardinals. The Cardinals we expected to be one and three. The Bengals we did not. No. Okay, no. Joe Burrow is still. And now that we like, it's obvious that he's, he's his leg issues ain't going away and it's a problem. So it's no fault of his own, but he's fighting through some things. But still, it's the Cardinals that they have to face. And the Cardinals have been feisty in some games. So I'm not going to take total credit away from them. Josh, um, Josh Dobbs has been surprisingly pretty, pretty well, especially because he just got there right before the season. They said, go in there and play Cincinnati. favored the same thing with the Titans last year. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati favoring this game minus three over under 44 and a half. Cincy minus 160 with the money line, Arizona plus 135. Deb, what you thinking? Uh, I like the Bengals in this one. I, I think, you know, the Cardinals being better than everyone thinks they're going to be in uh, that whole narrative. Like, I, I think that's going to play itself out. I think that the Bengals are the better team. I think Joe Burrow is going to work out whatever is bothering him and keeping him from playing like the quarterback he has been the past few seasons. Um, I, I just think that the Bengals are a better team and it's going to, they're they're due to bounce back yep. in this one, and no better time to bounce back than against an Arizona Cardinals team that is not very good. Okay, I what think Joe Burrow's gonna go for over three hundred yards. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Over. Like he's due for a bounce back game. Yeah, uh, Jamar Chase, he's gonna get a hundred yards to the, um, on Sunday. Um, I think Joe Mixon also goes for a hundred yards on the ground. They need balance in order for that offense to work. And uh, you know, if you if you if you look at the rushing yards, you got Connor and Joe Mixon, both guys sixty eight and a half. I don't think James Connor will have that. I think Joe Mixon will. And I think that's the reason why they'll win this game. What makes y'all so confident, man? Like the the Bengals have scored three points, twenty four points, nineteen points, and three points. <laughs> They he, Joe Burrow threw for a hundred against the Titans last week when they lost 19, 27 to three threw for 165 yards. It's a bad football team. Like I, it, 
I think we all are waiting because I, I bet on them to win and make their spread in the first three games. And that was all based of what we thought of the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals. But if we just based off what we watched, they can't do nothing. But neither neither can the Cardinals. No, that's true. Like, it's not that's like the, it's like, oh, I mean, the Cardinals are a good team. It's the perfect spot for the Bengals offense to get right and start looking like the team that, you know, we all expect them to. And look, I don't like that. Everyone immediately blames just Joe Burrow's injury for their point. Like one injury. And I get he's your quarterback, but like that still doesn't make up for the fact that you barely put up any points and have done much at all offensively. But the Cardinals aren't good. Jonathan Gannon isn't a good coach. Like I, I just think that this is the perfect spot for the Bengals to bounce back to look a little bit better. I'm not saying they're going to look like Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey out there, but I'm saying like <laughs> they're going to look like a decent team, not the awful team that we've seen in recent weeks. I mean, they should. They should. And I'm going to go Joe Mixon over 68 and a half. I think they really feed him the rock and try to think, take things out of Joe Burrow's hand and let him uh, ease into the game a little bit. So that's where I'm going with that. Let's go to the next game. Jets. Do we have to? Broncos. <laughs> The Jets and the Broncos, both uh, one and three. The Jets, we know why they're the one and three, right? We know why. Aaron Rodgers went out and it sort of said, all right, season over. The Broncos, well, y'all just suck. I don't know if y'all have heard all the things coming out about Russell Wilson and from, from the Club Shay Shay podcast. Have y'all heard any of that? No, where, where basically Russell Wilson, it's Marshawn Lynch talking about Russell Wilson yep. and his time. And, you know, Marshawn never really talks, but his time with Russ and talking about how Russ was so standoffish, basically. Like, Russ has his own um, um, office, office away from the players. Which is ridiculous. He has his own office away from the players. And Russ was talking about when he played with uh, when he played with Marshawn, Marshawn was like, I tried to, call, I wanted to call Russ, so I asked somebody for his number. The guy didn't give, Russ, didn't give Marshawn his number. Instead, Russ calls him from a blocked number. And he was like, that I got to do all this just to get my court. I'm the starting running back. I got to mm-hmm. do all this to get in contact with my starting quarterback. Yeah. He told, and he was trying to tell him, yo, I got your back. You know, I know this last game, you didn't have the game you wanted, but I balled out, but it'll be the reverse next time. Like when I don't ball out, you going to pick us up. Mm-hmm. And he dismissed him and was rude to him. And apparently they got into it a little bit because he was that way. And Russ has always been that way. And apparently, you know, Shannon Sharp was talking about how he brought that attitude to Denver. Mm-hmm. On top of the fact that uh, Coach Carroll said, for now on, guys, if you want to talk to Russ, you got to go through me or the offense coordinator. <laughs> That's just shocking that a coach like Pete Carroll would be okay with that. Or Sean Payton. I feel like Sean Payton is a very, like, no BS. I thought he got rid of that office. Right. You know, like, Sean, Sean's my guy. No, Sean was my – um. He was my uh, quarterback coach. He was the quarterback coach in Philly my maybe, first year. Maybe he did, but I know Shannon Sharp said he had his own office. You know, yeah, Shannon, former, former Bronco, great. Yep. So I don't know if he got rid of it or or still has it to this point, but mm-hmm. that was the case even a couple weeks ago. And and Shannon said he brought that attitude to Denver, and which is the reason why a lot of guys don't f with him. And that was that was the that was the demise of that team because he didn't want the Legion of Boom. He wanted to be the, the uh, you know, the showstopper. And because of that, it really put things in an awkward position because you, you can't tell the best defense in the league, all right, we ain't banging with you because, you know, you need to, we need to 
We need to talk to the coach to talk to you. Now, you're supposed to come talk to us. We're, we're mm-hmm. the old heads here. This is our team. We won the Super Bowl. You didn't win the Super Bowl. We won the Super Bowl. Like, I can't call you? Like, I get it. Not everybody hangs out. It's a large locker room. Like, we all not going to be boys. Right. But if I need to get in contact with you, right. as you're starting running back, mm-hmm. I can't contact you. I got to receive a block number like you Michael Jackson called Well, me. and it tells you everything you need to know about how Russell Wilson views himself compared to the rest of his right. teammates. His yes. teammates. Yes, yes, Which yes. is the problem. Who, yeah. It, and the other hand, back to this game, which is the reason why I'm not picking the Broncos to win any game <laughs> for the rest of the season. Zach Wilson showed something last week. He did. And you were saying perfect spot for Joe Burrow. I think mm-hmm. this is a perfect spot for Zach Wilson. All right. I played I well last game. Didn't get the win. You, you saw him on the sideline saying, I cost this team the game. I think this game, he, he, he helps win this game. So I'm liking Zach Wilson in this game. I'm liking the Jets to win this game, not only cover to flat out win this game, even though it's at Denver. And for Zach Wilson to have a really good out in 203 and a half, he goes over that for me. What you, what, what you got, Dev? So I agree. I like, sorry, I wasn't sure if you were going to barrier me first. I was waiting. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm a point guard. Always be ready. <laughs> Throw mean, it up by the rim. After, Somebody got to catch it. After all the trash we just talked on uh, Russell Wilson, the Broncos, like they are favorites in this one. Um, they do have like the biggest advantage Denver has playing at home is, you know, where they're playing at the altitude and, and all that. I still think the Jets uh, cover, especially because they are underdogs in this spot. They're coming off uh, their best game of the season. You mentioned Zach Wilson. I think they're going to be extra motivated because not just coming off a loss, coming off a game where they almost beat the reigning Super Bowl champions in mm-hmm. front of Taylor Swift and <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Oh, okay. Um, I'm sorry. That's like the only time I'm going to mention her because I'm so sick of it. Um, <laughs> Hugh Jackman. I was excited to see and, you. Right? Like, why are we not mentioning the like, other people? Wolverine and Deadpool were I was there. excited to see Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Um, <laughs> and Sansa Stark. But uh, the Broncos. <laughs> so, uh, that's right. Sansa was there. <laughs> she was. Oh. The Broncos rush defense uh, is not good. So I like the Jets covering that two and a half point spread. Um, I also like. Like, I don't think Zach Wilson necessarily needs to pop off through the air. Like, I think the Jets can win this on the ground. I think Brees Hall, it's a perfect opportunity for him to have a great game. I like uh, over 59 and a half rush yards for like Brees Hall too. in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think the Jets get it done. Yeah. I'll be rooting for the Jets. You know, they they need it. They've had a bit of bad luck recently. Yeah. So. Your fan base deserves deserves this little Yeah, little but donut. not as much as Russell Wilson deserves to be beat by the Jets. Yeah, take this L. <laughs> I'm with you. Barrett, we got like 40 seconds left. What you got on this game? I, I'm I'm going with the Jets also, you know. It's not by much, but, yeah, I'm going with the Jets. And, and it's, it's, it's rudimentary, though, it's, it's, it's because Garrett Wilson's from the crib, and I see him getting over 59 and a half yards. Um, and I just don't like Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. This is all fueled by just like dislike yeah. for a yeah. person, yeah. which is rare. Like you have to be a special kind of bad person. And, for and, us and, to and Dad make was saying picks. it. Dad was saying it in week one when we discussed the Denver Broncos, and now it's like mm-hmm. more information and more information mm-hmm. coming out. We're like, yeah, yeah, get, get him <laughs> out of there. Listen, we gotta take another break. When we'll come back, we'll talk about the reigning Super Bowl champs taking on the Vikings. Cowboys Niners, which may be the game of the week, a game that, you know, Philadelphia will enjoy whoever loses. You know what I mean? That's where we're coming from I at this point. both teams lose. Yeah, yeah both teams lose, <laughs> but it, whoever loses, we'll be happy with it. Listen, this is a Sunday spread. Sean Bell, Barry Brooks, Devin Caney. We'll be right back. 
Once again, welcome back to the Sunday Spread. Sean Bell, Devin Caney, Barrett Brooks kicking it with you. Don't forget your $10 bonus bet. All right, we'll talk about where we're going to spend our $10 bonus bet on in the last segment. There's a bunch of games that I think, you know, we're real confident in with that bonus bet, but we'll tell you in the next segment. Right now, let's continue with two more games that we're looking at to bet for today. This first one is the Kansas City Chiefs at the Minnesota Vikings. Chiefs favored in this game, three and a half over under 52 and a half money line 190 for the Chiefs Vikings plus 155 Barrett I'll start with you what do you like in this game mm. this is this is a game that I'm, I'm 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 looking forward to seeing man because um when you look at Kirk Cousins he is Mr. Stats you know what I'm saying <laughs> he is Mr. Stats he can go out there and throw for a lot of yards and he can do a lot of scoring man I don't know if um the Chiefs defense can can stop Justin Jeffries TJ Hawkins and Jordan Addison mm-hmm um. All right, I'm I'm gonna say it right now. I I, I think I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh I'm, I'm going with the Chiefs, not the Chiefs. I'm going I'm going Chiefs will win, but I'm going with you know I'm I'm going with you know the mere fact that this team will not be able to cover the spread. Ooh, okay. Minnesota plays them very very competitively, and uh, I think the Chiefs you know just barely squeak by. I like it. Listen, I'm gonna tell you. We were talking about just awfulness, mm-hmm. awful week. Remember, remember. I don't know if y'all remember. Last week, I talked about. Hey, Kirk Cousins throws 300 every week. Justin mm-hmm. Jefferson's gonna get 100 yards. Yep. <laughs> this is an easy parlay. Easy. I parlayed Kirk going for over 300 yards. I parlayed Justin Jefferson go over 100 yards. I t- parlayed T.J. Hawkinson with that going over 50 yards. Kirk Cousins threw for 139 yards last week. 139. <laughs> yards against the Carolina Panthers. I was disgusted. I couldn't like I kept refreshing because I wasn't watching the game, so I was refreshing. I kept refreshing in confusion. Said, no way. Wait, why is it <laughs> stuck can't here? Be right. Why is it stuck here? Why does it say he has 70 yards in the third quarter? What's stuck here? Wasn't stuck. So now I don't I don't know if I can just go with go with the automatic um Kirk Cousins throwing for 300 because, again, the over-under for him is 292. Well, that's why. That's why I'm going with it this week. It'll be an anomaly that he, he's not going to do it two days. I mean, uh, two two games in a row. <sighs> and I just think that, you know, I think, I think Mahomes is in cruise control. I think the Chiefs are in cruise control. <sighs> Deb, what you think? So, um, I, I think it's very possible that the Vikings can cover. I think the Chiefs... I haven't figured them out yet. I can't fi- I can't figure out if they're like the elite Super Bowl winning dynasty that they have been or I mean they barely beat the Jets last week. Um but then on the other hand, you know, we talk about the inconsistency so far this season. You look at like the Eagles were taken to OT by the Commanders who got crushed by the Bears. Like it nothing makes sense so far this season cuz it is still early. Um so it's hard for me to confidently be like, "Oh yeah, the Chiefs are definitely going to win and cover that three and a half point spread." Um, I think it's a good game for Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey to kind of find their groove. Travis Kelsey hasn't really um, had the numbers that he typically has. I mean, he missed the first game of the season with injury. And then I believe he only has one touchdown. So I like a Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown. I also like over 76 and a half receiving yards because the Vikings rush defense is okay. Um, They're very bad on the back end in their secondary against the pass. So I like over receiving yards for not just Travis Kelsey, 
Uh, maybe even over passing yards for Mahomes, even though 291 and a half is a little high. Um, and Justin Jefferson over 104 and a half is always a lock. He always goes off. He should. But yeah. again, he didn't throw for 150 last week. That's what makes me so. That's what makes me so nervous. And even with that Kansas City Chiefs game, well, he didn't have to because they were playing the Panthers. Yeah, yeah, but you would think in the first half, you would think it would just be an explosion against Carolina Panthers. You go back to Kansas City Chiefs. Another parlay I think I had was um, for Pat to throw over 250 yards. He threw for 203 yards against the New York Jets. I'm like, what are we doing here? Then all of a sudden, Isaiah Pacheco goes for 150, which a really good player, but normally it's. It's not that. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Pacheco gave you seventy, while Patrick Mahomes threw for three hundred. So it's very confusing. Few teams have looked like Super Bowl right contenders right. this year. Like everybody has had like a game and a half of where like, it's like, wait, what? What are, what are you right. doing? Like everybody's has had that. So mm-hmm. there's nobody you go, oh yeah, you Super Bowl champs like from the get go. Usually by week five, it's like this these four teams. Yeah. And we think we know. You know, you have the Eagles, Niners, Chiefs, but Miami, but they haven't all looked that way. Right. Through the majority of their uh game. So it's just annoying. But I'm with you. I, I think I have to pick Kansas City. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have to pick Kansas City to win this game. I I I have to pick that Let me the, write this down. the numbers will go <laughs> back. Minnesota, you know what I mean? Like Kurt's going to, this should be, technically should be a little bit of a shootout, right? Should be a mini shootout. Yeah. Yeah. Based on all the yeah. weapons that you're going to have in this game. You got the best tight end in the game. You got the best quarterback in the game. You got the best wide receiver in the game. All playing in this game. Then you got the highest paid tight end in the game. Yeah. Right there. So, yeah, I'm with you with the Kansas City Chiefs, but this, it's a nervous one for me. It's a nervous. Uh, <laughs> let's get to the next one, which may be the game of the week. Cowboys at San Francisco, Cowboys 3-1, Niners 4-0. Niners may be the only team that's looked not great, but really good in Mm -hmm. every single game. Niners favoring this game 3.5 over under 45. Again, the Cowboys, this has been their hiccup the last two seasons. The 49ers have bounced them out of the playoffs, and Dak Prescott has played woefully in both of those games. One of those games where I look at and say, okay, the Eagles are going to be happy either way. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Um, as people who are in Philadelphia covering the Eagles, mm-hmm. Cowboys need this game more than anybody, though. Right, yeah. like if the Cowboys have two losses, they're two games behind the Eagles potentially. Mm-hmm. They'll be two games behind the San Francisco Forty Nine ers. So two games behind in the division, two games behind in the number one seed. Forty Nine ers, if they lose, it's like all right, but I'm still a game behind, and I'm still owning my division. Well, and 49ers, if they lose, now we have to suffer the wrath of uh, Cowboys fans and Jerry Jones bragging about the fact that they beat the 49ers all week. That's why I'm rooting for the Niners in this one. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was going to ask. Like, the the, the 49ers and Cowboy hate has been equal over the last year for Philadelphia. Yeah. So y'all root for the Niners in this one. I am. I personally am. I know a lot of people who are rooting for the Cowboys just because the 49ers are also undefeated and a little bit scarier right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look, if I could have both these teams lose, I would. But I just think the 49ers, if if they win, A, there's no need to, you know, give the Cowboys any bigger heads than they need. Um, <laughs> like, I just, the the gloating and and everyone talking about how the Cowboys are going to go to the Super Bowl if they beat the 49ers like that's just going to be unbearable at least for me personally but also I think it gives the Eagles the best chance moving forward um like when it comes to the playoffs because it helps them win 
the NFC East. Mm-hmm. So they have like that home field advantage first round by where 49ers like, yeah, they're annoying and they're still whining about the when the Eagles crushed them in the playoffs last season, but it doesn't really affect the Eagles in the more immediate future. So I, I'm rooting for your boy Brock Purdy and the Niners in this one. <laughs> so that's your heart. What does your head say? The 49ers are going to win. Both. Both are on the same page here. Okay. Money line or? I'll take the cover. Three okay. and a half. Niners minus three and a half. Yeah. What you got, Barrett? I, I, ain't gonna, I really don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to yeah. lie, man. I mean, I look, at, I look at both quarterbacks, and I hate both quarterbacks. So what yeah. Brock do? Yeah, just a nice kid. Just be a scared little boy. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't get a Brock Purdy monologue before this game, right, like we right, usually get right, from you. Right, right, because you know Dallas might be. I mean, why? <laughs> yeah, well, well, Brock just does as what he Brock does. Purdy's number one fan, like, how are you feel? We we aren't the ones who should be answering these questions, Sean. You're the one that needs to tell us. Like, are you scared? Who do you have in this one? Are, are you confident see, in Brock? I can Purdy? see Dallas win. I'm confident in Brock Purdy. That's okay. no doubt. I can see Dallas winning. I think the 49ers are going to win because the 49ers are tougher, right? Like, I think the 49ers, the reason why they continue to beat the Cowboys is because they're tougher, both mentally and physically. Well, Both mentally and physically, they punk them yeah. every single year. The reason why the Eagles wouldn't be as scared of the 49ers is because the Eagles are also tougher, in, 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 in both mentally and physically. So the 49ers and, and Eagles, when they're all healthy, will be, Classic you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. when the Eagles beat the Niners, I don't say to myself, oh, they're tougher. Just say they're better. Mm-hmm. When the when the Forty Nineers beat the Cowboys, I don't, I don't, I say they're tougher. Right, they're just tougher. And even Brock Purdy, I think, is mentally tougher than Dak Prescott. Well, he's more consistent too. Yeah, so I just think the Forty ers win this game. I think they, especially because they're at home. I personally think whoever goes to the Super Bowl this year will be the one seed. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the Eagles, Niners, or Cowboys, those three mm-hmm. teams, whoever has home home field will win. Will go to the Super Bowl. That's my personal opinion. So um, I so in this game with the Cowboys and Niners, I think the Niners win because they're home, because they're tougher. They can punk them. Christian McCaffrey is a freak, a freak of nature, and is going to score a touchdown at some point. And mm-hmm. and overall, I think Kyle Shanahan is just going going to out scheme the Dallas Cowboys and win this game. Plus, Michael Parsons is kind of hobbled. Also, I think he has a a, a knee issue. Um, I think he's going to play. But there is a slight chance he doesn't play in this mm-hmm. game, so that's that's definitely a a, a major major. Oh, major. for sure, yeah. If he doesn't play, um, they'll. So they'll who you got in the game? Ball. I gotta go with the Forty ers <laughs> that was just soul. painful just for him to soul. say. I've never seen someone like not able to say something. Because they just didn't want to. You had to force that one out. I was really trying to get us to go to another game, but you guys just. No, no, no. Well, no, no, no. this is the best not, game of the week. Yeah, and it's and it's and it's the last game too. We talking yeah. about. And I was trying. It my hurt best. your soul. It shouldn't hurt your soul this more. Embrace Brock Purdy. Embrace what he's doing right now. The the man is balling. The 49ers have got scored over thirty points. In every game, since Brock Purdy became the number one starter, they've scored uh, in, in, in every game he started and finished, they averaged 32 points a game. No matter who they play, when he starts and finishes, they average 32 points a game. And I'm not saying Brock is a great, great, unbelievably great quarterback, but he knows how to work Kyle Shanahan's yep. system. Yep. He knows how to work. And now with Christian McCaffrey doing what he does, another thing that pissed me off last week, because I lost, <laughs> I usually win my 49ers bets. Yeah. Lost my 49er bet because... Brock Purdy throw for two touchdowns. It's uh-huh. just, 
he he gets two touchdowns every game. Two times, he threw it to somebody and they got stopped on the one yard line, and then ended up running the ball. So he did end up getting a second touchdown, but it was a quarterback sneak. I was like, "Are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me?" Even Brock is losing me bets right now because Christian McCaffrey wants to get tackled in a one yard line. Then they go, "Okay, give Christian another carry." I said, I got my anytime touchdown, the first touchdown. Mm -hmm. You don't need three more, Christian. You're <laughs> losing me money here. So, you know, just another rant I had to go wow. on. A bad, I usually don't give you bad 49er rants, but yeah, that, was a, that was an annoying situation with them. But again, I just think they're going to punk them in this entire situation. Big Trent Williams is going to punk people. <laughs> and, and the Cowboys ain't tough. That's what he does, though, man. That's what he does. He punks everybody. <laughs> he said, he said, boy, I just said, he said, well, do it. Pop. He didn't even finish. Do it then. He, pow. Yeah. That, Richard the, Sherman. That, the, yeah, yeah. Trent, the, the, that is we'll one strong dude. So I don't, they don't want no smoke with that. All right. When we come back, we'll give you our bonus bets, our $10 bonus bet, our player props, everything that we like through the entire week that we think is going to win you some money. Sean Bell, Barry Brooks, Devin Caney. This is the Sunday Spread. All right, welcome back to the Sunday Spread final segment, the segment where we give our best bets, our bonus bets, and we're going to play a little game. We're going to bring in our guy, Kevin. Kevin, all right, come in. You're going to give us a little game that we like to call prop it or lock it. Or prop it or drop it, sorry. <laughs> prop it or drop it. And we're going to give you what is a lock. Kev, come on in. Tell us what you got. Let's do it. Let's look for some value on the board here, right? We're trying to use that $10 bonus bet, so we're going to look for some uh, some alternate lines here. Let's start with Jamar Chase in Arizona, 125-plus yards. That's at plus 250 via, via BetMGM. He had 141 two weeks ago. The Arizona defense, 24th in the NFL in pass yards allowed per game. So you can get Jamar Chase at an alternate line of 125-plus yards at plus 250. You guys propping or dropping Jamar Chase at 125-plus? I'm propping that. That's a good bet. What's I'll up? prop it. Yeah, I mean, they um I don't think that their defense can generate that much pressure. You know, even though, you know, I I, I saw White, Casper White the other day played lights out. He he was mind blowing. I just don't think they can do that consistently. So I I'll I'll take that. I'll take that. I guess I'll take it. <laughs> I don't feel confident in it, but I'll take it again. Yeah. You know, under 150 yards last week. But again, it's going to be one of those situations where they say feed, 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 feed. Yep. It's just like when AJ Brown didn't get enough catches. They get it right. like, all right, we gotta feed you the next week. And next we two weeks. We talked about this being a get right game for Joe Burrow. So who better to get right with than Jamar Chase? He didn't yeah. have any choice, like you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Literally his only option. Right. So I like it. Yeah. All right. We're all on board. We're all gonna take it. We're all gonna prop it. What you got next? Sean, I'm gonna need more conviction, but it's okay. <laughs> Mike, conviction. All right, I'm trying. Mike get conviction from Barrett here because we got his guy. We got Travis Etienne. All right, you can get him at an alternate line of 100 plus rushing yards at plus 450. Yes, this is a good Buffalo defense, but they did allow 100 yards last week on eight carries to Devin Achan. So Travis Etienne in London probably gonna try to control the clock. 100 plus rush yards for your guy Barrett plus 450. That's good value. You propping or dropping it, Barrett? We'll start with you. I'm propping that simple because, cool. oh. simply, simply because we're talking about, you know, 
Kind of the same back with Devin Chin. You're back. 4-3 guy. Travis Etienne's a 4-3 guy. I'm trying to make logical sense. We're going to have to re- we replay yeah. this every week. Yeah. Every week. So every I think week. he does. I mean, that's good money. You know, plus 450. That's good money there. So, yeah, I'm going I'm going with Travis Etienne. He finally comes out of the closet and, and becomes that back that uh, Doug should have been having him be the past couple. And, and plus, plus, there's a home game. There's a home game. Uh, I'm dropping it. I'm dropping it. You, you <laughs> fooled me once. Fooled me twice. You ain't fooling me again. And then it's a Buffalo Bills team. That's that that their defense is gonna hear about them letting up too much uh, running yards last week. They're gonna come to play. They're gonna come to shut that down. And, and again, uh, Travis hasn't done it. So uh, yeah. Uh-uh. Um, I like Travis Etienne props, but I don't like that number. Hundred rush yards is just very very high. He hasn't even gotten over like what sixty five uh in his last four games. So or is averaging sixty five, I should say. Um. So no, I'm dropping that. I'm sorry, unfortunately. Barrett. I will still maybe do <laughs> Travis Etienne props. Barrett, don't get upset with me, but 100 is just too high of a number. <laughs> hey, Barrett, Barrett, sticking with it. You got to stick with it every week till it hits at this point. It. I got to go with it. I got to go with it. I got to go with it. All right, Makes Kev. no logical sense either. None whatsoever. Kev, what you got next? See, we I got one more here. Three. Let's go to another running <laughs> back. Let's go Bijan Robinson. Two plus touchdowns is at plus 400. He only has one rushing touchdown or one touchdown total on the season so far. It was a receiving touchdown, but he's playing a Houston defense that allows the most rushing TDs of any team in the NFL. You could say that Bijan Robinson is due to have one, but maybe two touchdowns in this game, plus 400 for pretty much the only weapon uh, that they like to use on that offense. Bijan Robinson, two plus touchdowns. You prop him that or you drop him it? Drop. <laughs> just drop. What happened to conviction? We needed Sean. Drop. It's just drop. I not drop. Uh, I think D'Amico Ryan's gonna be like, all right, that's the guy. We <laughs> you we going. D'Amico knows how to hold it down. Let up, you know, three points, six points over the last couple of weeks. So I think they, you know, that's the one guy that they're gonna focus on. I think he's becoming getting into that territory where he's the only focus. Yep. Not the only focus because you know there's always several, but the main focus. Let's shut down their number one. He's now the number one, so I don't think he gets that this week. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. You know, when you start game planning players, and he's at a point where you have to game plan, he's that special of a talent that you got to make sure you shut him down because they, you know, they don't have to worry about throwing uh, at this point. You know, because they don't use any other weapons on the outside. So I, and what's just it's it's crazy that we're talking about it like this. You know what I mean? Like he's their only weapon that they can use right now. Yeah, but Houston is allowing the most rushing touchdowns of any team. We know that that's what the Falcons do best. It's possible, so I might prop it. Oh, you're probably. I'll go with it. I'll go with it. I'll prop it. I like Bijan Robinson. Okay. I think he's gonna have a. I mean, he's had a big game pretty much every single game except for like one he's so special. far. So yeah, he's special. Okay. Yeah. Well, l- let me throw one out for you guys, and it's not actually now that I look at it, it's not that big of a prop. But multiple touchdowns, since we're talking about two touchdowns, two or more. Christian McCaffrey. I thought plus, you were going to say Brock Purdy. <laughs> not Brock Purdy. I'm going with Christian McCaffrey plus 180. By the way, I put in a bet this week of Christian McCaffrey winning the MVP at plus at 18 to 1. That's, that's, now, that's, I, just, that's just wasted money. Why? Because he's not a quarterback. But who's the MVP so far this season? 
Yeah. You would argue it's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Right. Like I know Josh Allen is in the lead right now as far as betting wise. Mm-hmm. But if all voting was to stop today, I think Christian McCaffrey will win the award. So if the 49ers end up with the best record, which yeah. you'll know, they'll end up with a top three record. Right. If they end up with but with they end up with the best record and you go to that team, say, who's the standout? You're, no one wants to give it to Brock Purdy because it's not Brock Purdy. It would be Christian McCaffrey. And if he has games where he's getting four touchdowns, two touchdowns, if he has that type of season where no quarterback has a, you know, Jalen Hurts of last year, mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes of most years, if no quarterback has that type of year, I think this is the one. And again, I wouldn't bet it if it was like you bet my life on it. But at 18 to one odds, I felt like, eh. That's, yeah, that's, not bad. If you were to stop it right now, you would have to say Christian McCaffrey is is the leader in the, in the um, yeah, he's, he's the leader as far as them horses running right now. Even with, you know, cause I, cause I, I like Allen, but I think Allen's going to go back to being Allen again. He you still know? throws a ton of interceptions. Yeah, like yeah. it goes to show that like, I don't love that MVP is just automatically a quarterback now. Like it probably should be Christian McCaffrey. Cause he is the most valuable player. If you look at it and break down, you know what he's done so far mm-hmm. through the first four weeks of the season. Um, so I think like now, yeah, he could probably win it. Yeah. And again, we're also I, talking about Micah Parsons potentially winning it, which like is not going to happen, <laughs> yeah, 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 especially because yeah. now he's hobbled. So you never know, especially with running backs. Like, unfortunately, Christian McCaffrey could get injured, you know, yeah, this yeah. week, and then. But again, he's out of I wouldn't, you know, if I'm betting you, like, hey, straight up bet. I'm not mm-hmm. making that bet. But after seeing that what happened, I said, well, at eighteen to one, it's good to throw a little bit of cash on that right. at eighteen to one early on in the Might season. As well. Mine as well. All right, let's go to best bets. Just some of the best bets you threw out the show and bonus bet. Uh, Dev, we'll start with you. What do you, what are you liking? All right. So I like Steelers covering that four and a half point spread. Um, they're playing at home. I, I know they're rivals with the Ravens, but we know that anything can happen when these two face each other, especially, you know, a divisional game. So I think the Steelers can cover and they want to bounce back. And I like Mike Tomlin. I trust him to to fire his guys up. Uh, Jalen Hurts over 40 and a half rushing yards. L.A. Mm. didn't handle uh, Richardson's legs great. They allowed him to get 56 yards on the ground, 5.6 yards per carry, and a rushing touchdown. So if you want to sprinkle in a Hurts anytime touchdown as well, um, I mean, even when he's playing against a defense that is good at stopping the run, like like he typically gets that because of the tush push. Um, Or sorry, brotherly shove, whatever we're calling (laughs) it these days. Uh, (laughs) I did like Travis Etienne over rushing yards, not what we just played and prop it or drop it, not 100 yards. Um, I don't have the number in front of me, but something around like 55 because that's his average. And then Stefan Diggs plus Gabe Davis anytime touchdowns because I think Buffalo's uh, passing game and Josh Allen, of course, are going to have a big game through the air in London. The London that was the my accent. London, that was my yeah, British accent. Like the London in London, London. Oh, oh that was better. That, that, oh. that, sec- that second one was better. London. No, yeah, the first time just sounded a little weird. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, posh spice over here. Go on. Posh spice over here. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? Uh, I'm going with uh. The Lions covering minus ten. They're gonna cover that. Beat up on the uh, the Panthers. To me, that's a good bet. That's a safe bet. That's just they're just gonna be overpowering that Panthers team. So I'm going with that. Um, I like the Wilson to Wilson connection. Um, Zach Wilson to Garrett Wilson, fifty nine and a half yards uh, receiving yards with Garrett Wilson. 
And I also like uh I like I like um the Jets to beat Denver. You know what I'm saying? I'm going with that. So Yeah. I'm 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 seeing something from the from the MILF hunter. He's he's, <laughs> he's showing something. He's showing something. Yeah, he gonna be hunting, all right. He gonna be keep playing well. It's gonna be a lot of hunting in, in these New York streets. Um, my bonus ten dollar bonus bet again. Ten dollar bonus bet. It's free money. Make the bet. My bonus bet is again. I'm going back to the Dolphins. Uh, it was at ten and a half, ten and a half, but it's at twelve and a half now. I would still take the twelve and a half. For the Dolphins to beat the Giants again. A pissed off Dolphin team. McDaniel's is going to run up the score because of that. He's that type of coach, even though he said, I didn't want to go for the record. All right, well, you were running it up anyway, okay? <laughs> so I, I, I like that to be my bonus bet. I would also parlay the game for the Dolphins to, again, cover the 12 and a half, for Tua to go over 233, and for Haney Mostert uh, to get um, to get his rushing yards to go over 48 and a half. Again, I think that's going to be a blowout game, which leads to Raheem Mostert getting a lot that's of a rushing yards. Yeah, that's a safe bet. Um, and I'm with you. My other, Some of my other best bets, I'm with y'all on the Jets, Broncos. I think Zach Wilson throws for over 200 yards. I also will go with Brees Hall over 59 and a half yards. And the Jets to win that game, I'll go money line just to be safe. Um, but I think they certainly, uh, I, excuse me, not money line because they're, they're uh, <laughs> not favored to win. So Jets to win uh, with the spread. So I think all of that happens. I think all of that goes down. And I still got to go 49ers. Christian McCaffrey, anytime, Teddy. He's done it, I think, 14, yeah. 14 games in a row. Again, you're not going to get a lot of money on it. 14 in a row? I think it's 14 now. Yeah, you're, didn't he? I thought he broke a record for most amount of games in a row. Yeah. Touchdown. Yeah, I think he is like, like him and Jerry Rice, something yeah. like that. So I'm going, and again, you're not going to get a lot of money with that, but. I know the, the odds on that at this yeah, point yeah, yeah. can't be good, but, but it's, still, it's it is reliable. It's a reliable <laughs> bet. Listen, this is the Sunday spread. We gave you our best bets. We're going to do great this weekend. Yeah. All right, we didn't do great last week, weekend, but we're going to do great this weekend. All right, <laughs> Devin Caney, Sean Bell, Barry Brooks. Enjoy the game. Win some money. This was the Sunday spread.